Last time on Burnt Cookbook Party. Your patty hurts, aren't you? Oh my god, Johnny, it is a pleasure. Patty, where do I know you from? Did you open a new building? I, I guess you could say that I opened a building. That's one way to put it. <laughs> opened a lot. You were entrusted with acquiring explosives from a regular supplier by Raid's leader, Chet Gerbilla. Oh, Chet. His bristling whiskers. His tiny, tiny little hands. You notice immediately that the chemicals that Chet had picked out to make these bombs, they are not going to have a, a very strong effect in Bimgrim. Why don't you go ahead and swap these out for something that'll get the job done? On one of the shelves is a collection of, like, newspaper clippings about uh, how your parents <laughs> got your case reassigned to a sympathetic judge, Jaimage mm. Windhorn, how you were the only member of Raid who was ultimately not sentenced to Bitterhold Dungeon for attempting to assassinate the man overseeing <laughs> the Erosion Resettlement Office. I'm feeling a little attacked by all of this. <laughs> Patty, I kept up with your trial. Uh, brainwashed the entire time, huh? Brewler, I hope that you know me well enough to understand that none of that was really me. I mean, you know that I'm true to the cause. It's just all your friends are in jail and you're not and you're standing shoulder to shoulder with the Queen of Berwyn herself. True change comes from the inside, ruler. Prince Erling has arrived and with him is Bentaro Valentine. Patty, you recognize Bentaro as a court musician for Berwyn's royal family and you know he's often brought along by them on diplomatic engagements they believe that they found the location of Gamware. We'd love <laughs> it if New Haven would also come under the banner of the Triad Nations. I think it would be great if you were the one to kind of broker that deal. You know what? For the good of my fellow people, yes. Do you know what Rescarus is going to do about this? I feel like this might stir up something old. Cashin is kind of following them around. Prince, I implore you, rethink your decision. You know who she is, right? Like, it's Patty Hurts from Raid. Are you hoping to embrace Scamware or hack him to death with a machete? Uh-uh. You follow the trail of blood to the body of a dead gnome, decapitated. Seems bad. Johnny, you recognize that this is Gamware. Oh, man. Gamware? Yeah, that's fucked up. Patty, you are familiar with a rumor about Aridus, the famous erosion archmage during the Great War. He had predicted that he would be reincarnated exactly 50 years after his death, and this boy Harville was born on that exact day. Interesting. Maybe you can help me get into New Haven. I want to be there to help Glorhan's squad. Like, I've got my fire magic, my ice magic. You know, I can really hit hard. Harvel, I really admire your dedication to your teammates, to your comrades. And if there's one thing that I'm good at, it's helping people live up to their fullest potential and defy expectations that others put on them. I would love to help you sneak into New Haven. Taft and Bantaro have this bizarre, odd couple energy to their co-leadership that shouldn't work, but it kind of does. Hey, come here. Lean in real close. Bavel actually gave us a secret mission that you guys don't know about that uh, it's up to us to take care of. So we actually already have our orders, which is probably why you can't even conceive of what we would be doing over there. Bantaro stops you for a second. Patty, who's with you there? Don't worry about it. That's just my friend, Baby Angel. <laughs> Did my bluff check work on him too, Justin? Or? <laughs> he is one of the best liars out there. So Okay, it's probably fine. 
I'm sure that Baby Angel will be indispensable on your special mission given to you by Bavel Flask Forge. Yep. Johnny, when you place a hand on Glory Hand to heal her, mm-hmm. memories and emotions fill your brain, but you recognize that they're not yours, they're Glory Hands. Oh my god. Harville sees Glory Hand go down and he starts to float off of the ground nearby the bodies of the winter guard on the dock they spontaneously combust glorhan's soul has gone into johnny right can you scoop out the glorhan jam that's in the johnny jar and put it back on the glorhan toast having another person's essence inside of you is probably going to have some sort of toll on your health i want to check glorhan's spellbook for any spell that i think would do this it's a scroll that's been used and it says uh rabuol the generous across it as if it's like uh, a brand name scroll it's kind of like an urban oh. legend in mielnor that there is a creature named rabuol the generous that lives in mielnor's catacombs uh that grants oh, wishes Patty, with your role, you have also heard of Rabiol the Generous. You've heard of uh, a rat folk that desperately wanted to be a chef, went to Mielnor, found Rabiol the Generous, and was able to get into the, the world of elven magic by being turned into an elf. That rubs Patty the wrong way, but good for them for living their dreams. Prince Erling turns to make a speech to everyone who's gathered around him. I had the pleasure of meeting with Gamwir this morning before his untimely death. Erosia's mistakes, he told me, shouldn't mean the end of the Triad Nations. Is this guy just fucking lying through his teeth? I'm not sure. He's gotta be. I didn't really anticipate my friend Gamwir going along with this sort of deal because, like, I've always known how important New Haven is to the gnomish identity. Bavel is kind of giving you a lecture. He's like, we need to be very careful about what we say and do right now. A certain type of person is going to be looking for someone to blame in the coming days, so don't make yourself an easy target. Zelf wants to try to get a sense of who is on the noble side and is part of the conspiracy, and who is on the outside who is being subjected to the conspiracy. Prince Erling claimed that Stanton escaped and was responsible for killing Gamware. Huh. So Taft is like, he, he didn't get out on me. I know he didn't get out on me. Like, why would they say that? Hmm. Archmage Windhorn, I understand that, like, sometimes I can come on pretty strongly, like, kind of hot. Castrian explains the situation to me. I had no idea that, you know, you were taken captive by Patty Hertz. But- oh, that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> what? But I was with him, like, the whole time pretty much in New Haven. So, like... I caution you not to say that. I wouldn't want you to get implicated in something you had nothing to do with. Uh-oh. Bro, what's going on? Like, are you mixed up in something? Can I help? You're mixed up in something. Oh my god, so I met the coolest girl. Her name is Sasha. She invited me to maybe join her sorority. Zelf, you take the ritual from Ansel. You feel that eating magic is in your wheelhouse. All of this magic energy is moving towards you. I put on my bib. It's like a shot of adrenaline in your leg. You feel connected to your cooking magic in a way that you never have before. But it also feels a little bit less controlled. Mm. The flavors! The flavors! I would like to go ahead and place my remote demolition bomb and be like, Sasha, let's go, girl! 
Do you tell her you dropped a bomb or are you just like, we gotta go? I was just like, girl, get the white claws, we're going. Effective immediately, Phanolin is in lockdown. Oh, oh shit. No. no one may enter or leave. We seek five suspects in relation to the attack on Phanolin Academy, where at least 25 no. are confirmed dead. One bomb has been detonated, <laughs> potentially more exist. Oh, uh, well, I mean, this was inevitable, but it's still a shame. The cleric leads you into a, a private room where there are two beds. One of them is Harvel Glass Cannon mm. decapitated. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, shit. Oh, oh, oh. Holy shit. Okay. You are shocked as a memory comes back to you. <gasps> It is the fourth bloody year of the Great War, 70 years prior to the events of our podcast proper. This mysterious person that smells faintly at brimstone has only pointed to identify himself as Tommy Ember Eyes. We know this motherfucker, he betrayed us! Justin, is this man Aratus the Blood Mage? I know some of you may recognize me, but I assure you that our journey today is not political in nature. It's a wholly personal matter. Uh, I want to cast a spell called Detect Desires. Aretas is plagued with these dreams, this recurring dream, where he meets with this group of scholars and they lead him to this beautiful crown and he can use this to become the demigod of Eris. Whenever Tetra talks about the dream and the crown, Tommy nods. He takes down his ninja bandana. That is something that the army of Rascaris has very vested interest in stopping happening. Well, you found your voice. Are you here to stop, Aritas? If he can be stopped. Sorry, Tommy Ember Eyes doesn't talk. So are you not Tommy right now? I am, as far as you're concerned. All right, um, I'm going to cast Detect Desires on this guy. I'll let you field that, Justin. What Johnny has is a ring of mind shielding. Whoa. Oh my god, so good. Such a super spy. Oh my god. Inside of the vaults, you see a huge round room. There is embossed on the floor like a golden tin-pointed star. This room is another starscape. And that right there, that crown, that's not Iris. That's Lunas. But he is dominated by Thea, who pushes him to place the crown on his head. Uh Uh-oh. Vampire! A group of four beings on the horizon make their way over. It's Molni! Johnny calls out to Molni, and he points. That was Aratus the Blood Mage, who has taken on uh, the divine inspiration of Lunas. Gaffinrit uh, strides over to where Aretas is still trapped, and he swings the crystal-shafted sword down and decapitates Aretas. Whoa! Gamewear picks up the crown and looks to you, Johnny, as he hands it to the bug woman. Elorinia is very good at hiding things. No one else will get their hands on this. Keep it out of sight. Are you familiar with the events of the Great War, when each god in the Pantheon picked a champion on Eresol and empowered them with mythic ability? Yeah, of course. It seems like now, with a new war on the horizon, all of those previous supposedly immortal demigods are dying. <sighs> he says, for sure I know that Gaffinret is dead. While you were working with the Sirocco healers and Beakram, Johnny, you saw a lot of miners from Nantrum who were exposed to high amounts of radiation from working in close proximity to where the asteroid struck. 
many of the symptoms that Bobble is exhibiting are identical. Hello, General. And I, like, bow, you know, with respect. We're all paladins of Gavlin here. I think something might be happening to Mjolni. Something happened to him? What do you mean by that? Oh, I think somebody's gonna try and kill him. You can't kill a demigod. I mean, they're immortal. <laughs> you were part of the war just like I was. You know, it's totally possible. What makes you think that something's going to happen to Mjolni? Let's hear it, Johnny. Well, yeah. my teacher told me. Flaskforge gave me a secret mission. Commander Flaskforge told you that Molni would die? I also know he's really sick. I'll consult with the monarchy, with the queen. Thank you, General Windstar. I know I can count on you. Zelf, where is it that you want to bring your compatriots? He wants to find, I don't know, I wouldn't say friend, his old acquaintance, Groton. Zelf, I, what, what are you doing here? We need a place to lay low. And in this entire city, I can't think of anyone that I mistrust less. We're in the thick of it. Number one concern has to be protecting our identities and the fact that we're in Mjolnir. You've been doing extremely well. Been dismissing everything that you can, blaming the rest on Castian. So this is the first time, Patty, that you feel like your rumors aren't really catching on. Now both Astra and Zelf are being publicly implicated for crimes in Phanalyn. You hear a sad tale about a small dueling coven who were sentenced to Bitterhold Dungeon for aiding and abetting Patty Hertz. What? <gasps> you also hear that Madame Ogavia is devoting an entire issue of astrology today about what happened in Phanalyn, <laughs> entirely <laughs> devoted to profiling her version of Patty Hertz's past, present, and future. Oh, God. Ah, oh, my mouth hurts. What is this note? She'll, like, dig her finger in and be like, it's sort of, um, oh. Uh, what? Oh, my oh, God. Whoa, oh, holy. I'm missing <laughs> There's a folded piece of paper, and you see a threatening message to you that says, if you want to see your teeth again, come alone to the Vilnet Candy Factory midnight, or everyone will find out exactly who you are. Astra is going to find Alec and say, why did you take my teeth, vampire? Alec, we can only help you if you're honest with us. Why are you half undead? Something happened to me in the Arrow Peak dungeon. Oh no. And I wasn't bit by a vampire. Oh. But I just started becoming like a vampire. I have these weird cravings. Oh, Alec, that sounds really hard. Are those strange urges why you took my teeth? Alec, all we need is a plausible place to find some traction with the scenario. If you tell us a lead, we'll take it from there. The Beast of Mjolnir is responsible for what happened to Inspector Nippet. The things that that my uncle and my cousin are involved in, they're horrible. They're beyond even what the two of you can do. Is all of this really necessary just to get my teeth back? That's why I asked you to come here tonight, because I think we can do business. The Tooth Fairy family, we've got a dentist problem. Oh, God. Oh, no. So you want I should uh, help you take care of your doctor problem? I think we can do business, actually. Did you get your teeth back? 
She'll flash her pearly whites and also empty red gums. They want me to deliver the dentist to him. Astra! I think they want to kill him. He's like our friend now. I based a lot of my personality on you. Is that weird to say? I do see myself as an inspiration and a role model, so that is so lovely to hear. Thank you. He draws one of the toothpicks from his back, uh, and he points it at you, Zelf, and he says, identify yourself, chef. If you know all about the tooth decay in Mjolnir, how do you not know myself? Bentaro Valentine kind of sidles over, and he says, Count Vilnit, this is perfect timing. Uh, Allow me to introduce you to Bobbleflask Forge's Shadowin Squad. A few days ago, someone broke into the tomb of the High Chef, my grandfather's final resting place. This grave robber took three of the High Chef's fingers. (gasps) It really is a chef-eat-chef world, okay. (laughs) You have no idea. My brother-in-law will be opening his restaurant shortly. I thought if I could get all the suspects together under one roof that maybe I could easily narrow down the perpetrator. Murder mystery dinner. Justin, is there a way to tactfully broach the subject of Taft's incrimination? And Zelf has never been tactful, so what are you asking for? You can see Bantaro get a little defensive. (laughs) I think that we would all do very well not to talk openly against the monarchy. He'll turn to you specifically, Johnny, and say, and I also think that we need to not be quite as trusting. But if he told me not to trust him, does that mean he's trustworthy or if he's lying? <laughs> Bantaro can see you working through this and he says, no, Johnny, you shouldn't trust me. You shouldn't trust me and you shouldn't trust Taft and you shouldn't trust Windstar. If you think that there's a conspiracy going on, you shouldn't trust anybody. How have you been, Groton, since you left the chairman? I always had a deep respect for you that you were able to get out. I don't feel like I'll ever be really able to relax uh, until after this will reading. Hopefully we'll calm down and move on finally. You haven't seen Bocas, have you? She dropped in and paid me a visit. She never thought much of me as a chef or a person. <laughs> well, Bocas is a special, special case. You see, Bocas is freaking out. She's like, we're supposed to believe that the the chairman's entire legacy amounts to just 6,000 gold and a a few sparse luxuries. Oh, well, there was also that that, uh, sashimi, so that's something. Zelf, you have a very, very productive dream where the chairman looks at you and says, the subconscious mind is so interesting, isn't it? Oh, man. I once drove a man to madness using dream naga fillets like this. I convinced him he was being spoken to by Iris. For all that work, I didn't even get to eat a demigod in the end. This fucker. Is that what this is about, Chairman? Demigods? Hopefully my one true heir will have better luck than I did. You now know implicitly where I've hidden my forbidden cookbooks. The full breadth of my culinary knowledge. The books alone will only get you so far, though. To use them... You'll also need what I left Bocas and Gratton. But to be clear, this is not to encourage you to work together. After all, only one of you can take up my mantle. Naga, you made it very clear that we were just the top three. Zelf, it becomes increasingly clear there was a second attack at the same apartment building that Gratton lives. Gratton, no. You see a grisly sight. Gratton is on the floor 
seemingly the victim of a violent animal attack. Oh, no. Oh, crap. He's going to start looking for his own evidence. In the floor near Groton, four perfectly spaced out holes in a perfect line. Are the four perfectly lined up holes the remains of a giant fork attack? It would have to be extremely large, like a trident-sized fork. Oh, fuck. When you go back to grab his cookbook, you find that it is missing. Well, I'm going to share with the gang my track findings. I mean, I think this is a real opportunity to get some information on the beast and maybe even find it. I think this is a copycat. I think this is somebody using the beast's murder (gasps) as cover. We might be looking for the same person that we're going to investigate at Marth by Marth. Everyone stop. This is Nipip. He didn't die. He got transformed in the candy factory. I do want to end by action by leaning toward Nipip, and I'll say, What is the beast of Mjolnir? The creature you seek is Winmarth, the duke's eldest. I mean, you name your son Win. What are you setting him up for? You all lay eyes on this cocoon. Like, there's really just, like, one thing, like, I've got to say, like, before I forget, back there. (laughs) As you start to speak, Johnny, you hear a a weak voice inside the cocoon. It just says, a voice from the past. And (gasps) it starts to crack. And you feel this thick wave of air, like, moving out of the cocoon into the room. Everybody make a will save. (laughs) A body rolls out of it. A thin insectoid creature. And Johnny, you see held to her chest is the crown of Lunas. And the points of it have extended into horns that are stabbing through her carapace. And you recognize before you is the demigod Elorinia who you last saw 70 years ago. I hid as long as I could, but recently the crown cries out to be worn. Oh man, I forgot what I was going to say. 